Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash musicspeaks. That's betterhelp.com slash musicspeaks for 10% off your first month. And thank you again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Hey guys, we wanted to take a quick minute to tell you about our recent partnership with the amazing Bones Coffee Company. Let's face it, you're probably sick and tired of drinking that old plain Jane coffee brand every morning. Well, fret not, dear listener. Bones Coffee is here to kick your taste buds into high gear. Bones Coffee has a wide variety of flavors to choose from, including maple bacon, peaches and spring, island grog, and my personal favorite, chocolate raspberry. Once you become hooked on the coffee, you'll be excited to learn that they have plenty of merch options to choose from as well. T-shirts, mugs, tote bags, the list goes on. You can buy their coffee in whole bean, ground, and even evil single serve options. Guys, we wouldn't lie to you. This coffee is great, and we know that you're going to love it too, which is why we have partnered up with Bones Coffee, and now our listeners have an exclusive discount code. Make sure to use the code MUSICSPEAKS at checkout for 10% off your order. That's right, James. Go to BonesCoffee.com to kickstart your new coffee addiction and use the code MUSICSPEAKS for 10% off today. Like many of you, we battle depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. Hey, it's me, it's me, it's AC, and welcome back to the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast. Where we fight depression with the power of music. I'm your professional handicapped host, James Cox. Today, I uh, not Andy Andy. We no, Andy. we we had to record the intro. Andy Cox. Yeah. I'm still hung up on Handy Cox though. Like oh. that's I'm sorry. So yes, we have we have tried to record this episode. This is the third attempt, right? Uh, to try to do this uh, with some technical difficulties along the way. But yes, in the second attempt, <laughs> James <laughs> called himself. Handy Cox, and that is something that I'm going to now change your name to in my phone. Um, so please continue. Sorry, who are you again? I don't even know, man. I, I, I'm either Handy Cox, James Cox, Joey Cox. You know, I've I, I've been called every every name. I mean, Chris, Joey, Chris, yeah, like Chris. What? Yeah, but but that would be cool with name Chris Cox. You know, but yeah. But then again, I don't know. But, but I think I, there is someone am, out there named Chris Cox. But I right, right. But I am James Cox today, today only. No, today. Just forever. today. 
And I am not Scooter from the Muppets. I don't believe it, though. I don't either. I don't believe it. Uh, is it? I am. Is, do I, wait, hold on. Who, who are you again? Is that Hank? No, this is Lucy. L- Hank's, Hank's over here on the couch. Right, yeah. yeah. I Look am. I am. I, I'm James. This is James. I've got oodles of poodles with me. My name is. Uh, I'm commonly referred to as the loudest guy in the room, but only when I'm playing the drums. I'm your endless source of useless music knowledge. And I've got oodles of poodles, baby. My name's Blake Mosley, aka Brosley, aka Emo Bemo, aka Poodle the Poodle Whisperer. Um, and I'm joined by my two beautiful poodle puppies, and uh, they're gonna assist with this episode today. So those are quite big dogs, man. They are. Um, and uh, but you know what? They're just little tiny, yeah, tiny little babies. They're yeah. lovable too. Yeah. They are sweet babies. Yep, yep, yep. Your breath stinks. Yes, it does. You've got nasty breath. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to When Words Fail Music Speaks, everyone. Um, James, one thing that we tried to talk about uh, in the second attempt at recording this episode was uh, um, Henry Rollins. Yeah. And uh, Henry Rollins being compared to like the nice version of Danzig. Is that what you said? Your friend said, "Okay, so let's go back a minute. Um, let's yeah, go back. Yeah, yeah let's circle back. Yeah, because my friend Danny, um, uh, she is going to work with me in an upcoming uh, event that I'm doing the Master of uh, Ceremonies for, for mm-hmm. Disability Advocacy Day, and it's going to be a great day, right? Cool, so awesome. I'm, so I made her talk to a few times with her, um, going to prepare for this um thing, and today she added me on Facebook, and she saw me with." Henry Rollins, you know, because I saw him talk. Um, yeah, they do one of his talking gigs at uh at the Senate in here in Columbia, which right we never have any bigger names come by here. I don't know. Yeah, why. that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I got a picture with Henry and uh, her husband. I don't know his name yet, but her husband saw the, the picture of me uh, with Henry, and uh, he said uh, that uh, either he or she said that Henry Rollins is like the family friendly version of Glenn Danzig, you know, the singer from Misfits. And yeah. I'm like, that, that's, 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 a, that's a very astute, you know, um, yeah. thought you had. Cause I don't know, I don't know what, uh, Glenn Danzig is right now, but you know, you never want to judge him by his cover first. So well, so hopefully we can get him on here. I don't know. I, you know, I don't and here's know. The, and here's the thing. And this actually ties really in, ties in, excuse me, really well with our, episode today but glenn danzig from what i understand mm. is he's kind of a douchebag okay right <laughs> that i've heard yeah. from a lot of a lot of people um there is a uh very infamous video of him getting in a fight with a band uh that was supposed to open for danzig one night and the, ba- and, uh, and the singer and knocked the band- him out right yeah, so yeah. something happened. I, I forgot the full story, but it was something along the lines of the band was supposed to open, but then due to scheduling conflicts, um, they decided to cut that opening band. Right. Um, and the band like went through a lot of trouble to get. I can't remember what the name are what the name of the band is, but they uh, they they went through a lot of trouble to get to the gig, and then only for them to be told like, sorry guys, you're not going on. Like it was a lot of trouble. They traveled a long way only to get told you're not playing. Right. Right. So the singer of this band, um, with, with Danzig being the headliner goes to Danzig and was very, very upset. And they started getting into a argument 
Um, like backstage, they get into some shoving and pushing each other. And then uh, all of a sudden, you know, Danzig's like, you know, he's not the tallest guy in the world. He's kind of got little man syndrome, I guess, is is kind of what uh, from what I've gathered. So he's, you know, trying to be big and bad. And uh, he's pushing on this guy. And the, this dude, this other dude just knocks Danzig flat out, just knocks him out cold, like hits him and to the to the effect or uh <laughs> hits him so hard that Danzig actually like twirls around oh, yeah. and then passes out. Oh, um so yeah, just amazing. Um <laughs> so yes, from what I understand, Danzig's actually kind of a jerk. Uh and uh you know we've we, I would I mean I would love to talk to Danzig one day, but I've always heard that he's he's not a very nice guy. So maybe maybe not. They always say don't meet your heroes, but right. that's not always the case because you've met You've met some of your heroes, and they're like nice and dudes, yeah. Right, yeah, it's pretty stand-up people. So, um, we have reached out to Doyle uh, from the Misfits before about uh, trying to come on the show. Uh, we've got an awesome story about him. Uh, it basically, he just, we, you know, long story short, we reached out to him about uh, interviewing him, and uh, he, he was like, "Who do?" Or James said, "Who do we need to get in contact with about setting up an interview?" And he said no one or something like that He's like you don't I'm like, well, you don't that's it you don't <laughs> you don't i'm like well now okay well see we've had um you are friends with uh danny from who's that band punk band oh uh yeah danny calabrese thank you so sorry yeah we had cool a bunch of, we, we all we are a very cool guy we need him back on but uh when he came on we asked him if he was like, if he, if he something like a, like a butthole about it. And he's like, no, he doesn't mean cheeky. I'm like, what the hell is doing cheeky? You know, I don't cheeky. know. I don't know what yeah, cheeky he's is. Cheeky. That's but, right. <laughs> uh, but um, but see, Danny said, if we get above 10,000 views, he listens, he might come back. Oh, we get, we got, might, uh, yeah, we might, we might get, get to uh, a point where he's like, okay. And maybe he just thought we weren't big enough at the time. And yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Well, well um, we have 11,000 listens. So, Thank you all Lucy, so much to for to chew, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Lucy's yeah. trying to chew up the cord to my um, headphones, so I'm trying okay. to yeah. steer her the other way. Yeah, but we want to say to everybody that's listening, we've had over a, 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 eleven thousand listens, and uh, we can't yeah. be any more uh, grateful to y'all because that's a big deal for us. And uh, yes, thank you. Everything's going to look up from here. Yeah, three years, man. Happy yeah. birthday to us. We've been we've been in a podcast. Officially for three years now, February tenth. Yeah. So the uh, here's a song to to, to both of us. Yeah. Here's what, yeah. Here's what I want to I want to say to you, James. Yes, right. So. Happy birthday to <laughs> you. Happy That's such a good song, you know. It is, you know. It's a great. Yeah. I, that's what I. That's what I prefer people to sing to me on my birthday. <laughs> right, Not this yeah. old boring. Happy birthday! birthday. Yeah, oh my gosh! Stop it! Although okay, I'm over it. Although you can use it anywhere now because they they um re- released the band for that song for everybody. So now anybody can use it now in any well, any type of situation. But still, that song that me. we just heard by Stephen Wonder. Genius, you know. Lucky me. Yeah. Everybody always go do that song instead of the regular. Yes, please. Happy birthday. You know, that's that's not, you know. Happy birthday. Yeah, we're over it, man. Just get out of here. Yeah. That's so, like, 
last century. Right, right. Um, <laughs> but today, okay, so the reason why we brought up Henry Rollins and Danzig is, uh, I've been told by Blake that it goes hand in hand with today's subject. Yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so we are, we are finally, we've kind of touched on it a few times in various episodes, but you know, there's a there's a big to do, especially in the culture that we currently live in. Uh, some would refer to it as cancel culture. Um, you have to be on your toes more than ever right. these days, right? Um, and it's very easy for someone to get offended and then want to have you canceled. Uh, and I, I don't always agree with that. I think there's some instances where it's like, yes, absolutely. Like, this is not okay. Like, this should not be happening. We yeah. need to do this needs to be addressed, whatever. Not always the case. Um, sometimes there's situations that come along where I think, no, it's not necessarily that that was right, but I don't think it's enough to want to wipe that person from the face of the earth kind of thing. Um, and then there's some situations where I'm really torn about like whether I can, I can whether I can continue to support this artist. Um, right. You know, I may love their music, but them as a person was was not very good. And, uh, you know, we, we it, so we're, we're talking about the great artist versus art, uh, art versus artist uh, debate and being able to separate the artist from the art. Can we listen to certain uh, bands or uh, musical artists knowing that in their personal lives, they were actually really horrible people um, like it, it, it. Can we do that with a very like a conscious effort and with good intentions? Um, and it's it's a it's a tricky it's a tricky subject because a lot of people are very quick to be like I will never listen to this person ever again because of of something that they did or said. Um, and then there's a lot of people that are like, look, I like the music for what it is. I know the person themselves was not yeah. great, but yeah. you know, still like we're the the music is great, and I, I can separate the two. So um, we've got three. Sorry, my robot, my uh, iRobot, um, oh. Roomba is speaking to me, um, letting me know that she's hung up on something. So, oh. so I'll, I'll tend to you later. <laughs> anyway, AI, the yeah, robots, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, so I've, be, yes. be, before we go on, so where do you stand? Okay. Ah, man, because I, yeah. The first person we're going to talk about, okay, I love... Their 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 band's music. I don't like him personally because of what yeah. he did. Okay, You're right. So with me, I think about the whole infrastructure. Like like there's four or five members of of any band, right? Right. So when you don't like someone, one person, you exclude all of them. And I don't think that's and I don't think that you should do that because right. Um, it, it wasn't the rest if, of the band's fault. Right. Because if they're the lead singer, you're taking away the whole music. Music. You know. Yes. Lyrics aren't music. Lyrics are words. Okay. Right. So when you exclude the music from the whole infrastructure that they that they had nothing to do with, yeah, that's just wrong. In in my opinion, I don't know about you. No, I I, I agree. I, I think it's I think it's easier to continue supporting a band, right, than the actual than than a solo artist, right? Yeah. Right. 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 But we picked out and, and I mean, you could we could sit here for hours going through every 
musical artist with every band that's ever been that's had some type of controversy surrounding them. And honestly, I think if we did that and we we canceled every single band that yeah. had something like that, we would hardly have any music left, right? Yes, yes. So at some at some point, you have to to be able to say, I like this song. I don't support this person, but I do like this song because music is subjective, right? And everybody's got their own musical tastes and things that they like and and um it it's it's so hard to determine we're going to pick out three of probably the most well-known and not only well-known but just most debated things like you go online and you watch people argue on youtube comments or something about whether or not we should continue to support these artists so anyway um let's talk about the first one here um tim lambesis uh, so, uh, most, most notably, uh, mo- most known for being the lead singer of the metalcore band, former like Christian metalcore band. Keep that in mind too. As I lay dying. Can I, can, um, can I just yeah. say something here? Yeah. Okay. okay. Now I understand what he did. was all right. Okay. So he has another, and, and I'm sure you, you realize, realize this, but he has another band called Austrian death machine. Yes. Yeah. I love that band. You know why? Amazing. You because they're all Arnold Schwarzenegger themed uh, songs. Exactly, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I think Tim does the vocals for the band, and he does an amazing Arnold. Yes. But I don't know if you heard uh, the uh, the album called um, Double Brutal by 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 Austrian Death Machine. Uh huh. They have one song called "If It's Simple, If It Jiggles, It's Fat," and I just wanted to, <laughs> and I just want everybody to hear the. The, the hardest, <laughs> meanest breakdown ever I've ever heard in my life. So, it's nasty, man. I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, and another thing. Um, so, fun fact about Austrian Death Machine. So, Tim Lambesis played all the musical instruments in that band. Oh, oh so he was a one-man band. Like, it was a one-man band. He did the, oh. he did the guitars. He did the, the bass, the drums. Um, okay, and well, then, so, but there were two vocalists, though. Okay. Oh, okay. So, he did all of the normal screaming uh vocals but the guy that does the the arnold um impressions was actually the singer of another like christian uh like hardcore metalcore band um called destroy the runner um which they were amazing too but when i found out that those two guys were doing it and arnold i remember when it was announced the, the the two singers of these bands that i really liked were doing a arnold schwarzenegger tribute band <laughs> It's like this is this is amazing. Yeah. They had incredible merch. I always wanted a shirt. I never got one. Right. Um, but uh just just amazing. Two albums, I think. Um uh, actually they got me. something in the works. I saw something me. uh recently. They they updated. Really? Um yeah, like uh so something something's in the works there. So Okay. So coming back. So, so if I can play everybody to break down because you need to Please hear do. Yeah, you got it pulled up? Yeah. So here it is in three three, two, one. Yeah. I just like that one. You know, it's it's a it's a hard, mean breakdown, and I think that's like the best ever breakdown ever. You know? Oh yeah, I mean, absolutely. But if what? anybody has another breakdown that you want us here, please send it in. You know? I mean, we're, please do. Yeah, yeah, but. 
We yeah. we love a breakdown, man. This machine is ten times better, I think, than SLA Diane. Okay. Or, or, the, All right. or the, that band, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, here we go. Let's dive into kind of what happened, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So on May 7th of 2013, uh, Lambesis was arrested in uh, Oceanside, California, for attempting to hire a hitman to murder his estranged wife, Megan Murphy. Uh, and according to the San Diego County Sheriff's Department, he was charged with soliciting an undercover detective to kill his wife. Uh, Lambesis approached someone at a gym and asked if he knew anyone who would kill his wife. Here's my thing. <laughs> what do you do when a guy not all, all right. So for those of you who don't know what this guy looks like either, James, can you pull up a picture of Tim Lambesis? Yeah. Um, for anyone watching on YouTube. So just to see kind of how he looks, he's a very like intimidating looking, looking dude. He's got the long hair. He looks like he, he would sing for a metal band, right? So he's the dude's always wearing like a, cut off t-shirt or a tank top he's got huge muscles the guy works out like crazy um covered in tattoos very hulking intimidating looking guy can you imagine him coming up to you just randomly at the gyms you're you're just you're on the you're on the uh elliptical right you're just you're just doing your thing you're trying to get your cardio in homeboy comes up to him and he's like hey you know anybody that could kill my wife like <laughs> like my god no i don't i don't know please no. sir Right. Um, anyway, yeah. So check out those of you watching on our YouTube channel. Uh, he's a big dude, um, and just covered in tattoos, very intimidating. And, uh, but I mean, one heck of a singer though. Like the guy has a great, like screaming voice. I've always been a huge fan of, uh, of as I lay dying. Look how skinny he was. Look at, look at that little, look at that little guy. So do you think you think, well, I don't. Well, I mean, you can work out hardcore and be death. I, I don't know. You know. I don't know, man. He's yeah. he's a he's a he's got some some guns. Got that's some for boat, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. So yeah. anyway, so uh, Lambesis met with an undercover agent posing as a hitman, codenamed Red, uh, according to Deputy District um, Attorney Claudia Grasso. Uh, Red asked um, Lambesis if he wanted his wife of eight years gone, and Lambesis replied, yes, that's what I want. Uh, he then gave the undercover agent an envelope containing uh, $1,000 for expenses. That's that's it, too. $1,000? I feel like you would have to pay just so much more to, to have someone kill your wife. Like, that's... Okay, anyway. so... so uh, the, We all know the Tiger King, right? Yeah. This reminds me of the Tiger King Cup. Yeah. Because the Tiger King gave uh, the lawn man, I don't know, the bald head guy, three, right. uh, 3000 right? Uh, yeah, it was something yeah. like, it was a really, like, low number. <laughs> yeah, it, so, like, uh, should have been a red flag. Right, so, 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 please, please, guys, you know, um, detectives say that, that to kill somebody, you have to have, like, thousands upon thousands. I yeah. mean, yeah, so this is a major red flag for, right. for anybody. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. But anyway, so I mean, he he, you know, it, I guess that was kind of more of like the down payment. I, I hate to put it that way, but honestly, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. um, just to kind of get things going, uh, you know, so expensive pictures of his wife, her address, the code to get through her gate, uh, and the date on which that uh, he wanted to kill her. So, um, Lambesis had directed the detective, um, that he believed to be a hitman to kill his wife, um, while he was with his children, um, so that he could have an alibi. Um, he agreed to pay $20,000 for the hit. So, yeah, that okay. first thousand is just kind of like. Would you do it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. 
I guess I just say, but it's like down payment. It's like, just like you say, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, let's see here. May 9th on 2013, Lambesis pled not guilty uh, to a felony charge of solicitation for murder and was ordered, uh, held on $3 million bail despite prosecutors deeming Lambesis a flight risk and a danger to the public. Uh, on February 25th, 2014, Lambesis changed his plea from not guilty to guilty. Uh, and was sentenced to six years in prison on May 16th, 2014, and credited with 48 uh, days uh, for time served. While on house arrest, Lambesis made a lengthy post um, on his personal blog in which he stated that due to the ongoing criminal case, he was unable to, quote, explain more about the case or to explicitly state what my current worldview is. Um, but noted that after my incarceration, I found myself reevaluating topics that I had previously sworn I would never waste my time looking at again. Uh, Lambesis stated, quote, I grew up in a Christian home and held that belief myself for many years in the process of sincerely trying to defend that belief in a scholarly way. And shortly after finishing my degree, I felt that it was uh, unreasonable to call myself a Christian in light of the evidence. Many As I Lay Dying fans picked up on the not so subtle hints at my worldview change in a couple of songs on Awakened. I love that album. It is great. But yes, I agree. The lyrics started to take a little bit of a, a turn okay. um, at that point. Oh, so it oh, was oh, never really. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it was never really hidden. Um, and in uh, so uh, in 20 in June of 2014, Lambesis came out as an atheist, claiming that he, along with other members of the band, uh, just kept pretending to be Christian just to sell records. Mm. Um, a claim called slanderous and uh uh and uh and called slanderous by another member of the band um he even recalls feeling awkward when asked for their testimonies and when fans asked uh to pray with them um so he was released on parole and uh, excuse me before i go for any, any further with that so there when i was doing not religious with brian we had a we had a whole episode about christian bands that are now kind of hopping on the trend of no longer calling themselves Christian bands anymore. Uh, and it happens way more than you think. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it is, it is an ongoing, it is, it, I, I hate to say it's a trend, but you, you see it happening more and more. Um, and I think that the Christian music label is to blame for that. I think there's way too much pressure put on these Christian bands right. um, to appear a certain way. You're under a microscope constantly you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't say this. You can't say that. Um, and it's a lot of pressure. And I think what happens is these guys get frustrated and they're just like, you know what? Screw it. We're not even a Christian man anymore. Yeah. And even go so far as to say, you know what? I don't even believe in God anymore. So it's just. Well, can uh, I piggyback on that? that? Can I piggyback on that? Because yeah. I I was uh, on uh, obviously YouTube and they say that the Christian music uh, industry is the worst industry yes. ever ever yes. to be absolutely in. you may think it's like rock and metal and and rap and oh, oh, oh. no christian me- christian music christian metal christian contemporary it's like yeah. the far worst ever music industry you know genre absolutely. Going. yeah especially especially for a lot of bands that were in the heavy scene right um and Cause here's, here's the thing about that. And we're, you know, we're going down a little rabbit hole, but it's, it, I feel like it does tie, yeah, tie into the, all this, uh, at the same time. So a lot of these bands, 
are either no longer around or they just completely said they just completely wiped the Christian uh, name um, from their, their, their background. Right. So yeah. uh, under oath was notorious for the, or oath, not yep. notorious, but under oath was probably the most well-known example of that. Like they were, a, they were huge in the Christian hardcore scene. Like it was amazing. You were, you were like, Oh my gosh, this band is amazing. And they're a Christian band. So it, for people like me, who it you know put my mom at ease to know that like the music I'm listening to, right? Uh, well, you know it, they have good. Christian based lyrics, you know, and you know bands like Under Oath and uh, Norma Jean, The Devil Wears Prada, <laughs> As I Lay Dying, all those guys. I was like, oh, these bands are so awesome, and they're Christian. And uh, Sent by Ravens and Embracing Goodbye and all those guys too. Like it was it was great. But every single one of those bands will just continue to talk about how awful it is being signed to a Christian music label um, because of the amount of pressure that they put on you. And I think that, I don't think that's very fair. Right. We're all human. We all make mistakes, quote unquote mistakes. So depending on what it is, like if the band wants to have a beer, uh, let them have a beer. Like, please don't ridicule them because they have the, the Christian label um, and, you know, they're playing at a bar and yeah. they want to have a beer or two before they play the gig, right? Right. So, funny story. I was listening to the Krista Makes a podcast uh, last week, I believe. Uh, Krista Makes is the lead singer from Less Than Jake. Um, and he's got a great podcast where he has members of different bands come on and they kind of dissect songs. Right. Um, kind of, you know, learn like what the inspiration was, how they did certain things, whatever. So, he had uh, JB um, Brubaker from... Um, August Burns Red mm. there. August Burns Red was another great Christian metalcore band. Now they still kind of fall in that category. I don't think they've completely uh, yeah. renounced that. Right. Yeah. Matt Griner still has like a Christian based podcast that, of his own that he does called Holy Ghost Notes. And it's really good. It's all about yeah. drumming and yeah. I need to... like it's a faith based thing. So right. it's really good. It's a great podcast. Um, But so they had the guitarist JB Brubaker on there um, and they were dissecting whitewashed. Um, which is, you know, the, one of their biggest songs that they have. I had no idea, James, but this is, this is, a this is so, I, I was like, my mind was blown. So he asked about the inspiration for the song because the lyrics are very, um, you can tell that it's coming from a Christian's perspective about like judgmental people, like within the church, look when you analyze it. Right. Yeah. So he said that they were on tour with Norma Jean or one of those other bands yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it, it had to have been after messengers um, because uh, that album was on um, the next one. I can't remember what it's called constellations. I think uh, so. This was years ago. This was a long time ago. Um, they were at new Brooklyn Tavern in Columbia. Ooh, yes. Yes. Um, playing, playing, opening up for Norma Jean, I think is what it was. And there was a guy that took his youth group to New Brooklyn to go see them, <laughs> that's, that's right? Christian band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So they're, but the band is hanging out. Some of them are having a few beers before they go on stage. Uh-oh. Now they still, you know, Chris, they were still under that Christian music label. They were on Tooth and Nail. Right. Uh, they considered themselves Christians. And, uh, but, you know, a few of them was having a few drinks before they go on stage. Right, I don't see a problem with that. Which no, is fair. no, 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 nobody yeah. get me. Yeah, um, yeah. I understand how it looks, but at the same time, like you have to know people's hearts. That's what I always go back to. Like, know people's hearts, know what their intentions are. Um, anyway, so 
Uh, so yeah, so this guy, this youth pastor goes up to the guys in August Burns Red and just starts calling them all kind of things, saying really nasty things about them um, and really cutting them down. And so that was the inspiration behind Whitewashed. So look at, oh, looking at yeah. his lyrics now, it's like, oh, it all makes sense. Yeah, now I know. Yeah. But it happened at New Brooklyn Tavern in Columbia, South Carolina. And I was like, no way. One of my most favorite songs by one of my most favorite bands. Um, the inspiration from that. <laughs> and one from, of the most famous. Right. Famous, the road, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so, so hilarious. But anyway, so yeah, sorry. That was a long no, rabbit no, hole. But, I mean, <laughs> but yeah, I could go on about yeah. that for, forever. <laughs> Ever right. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. yeah. So back to As I Lay Dying. Um, so he was released on parole on December 17th, 2016. And in 2017, Lambesis re- resurrected as As I Lay Dying, um, initially rumored with all new members. Now, I remember that. I was like, dude, I do love the fact that As I Lay Dying could be coming back. You know, the the band started another band with a different right, singer yeah. called Woven War. Yeah, right, um, right. And, I, uh, but, but it was, you know, it was kind of like an altar bridge yeah. situation where and, it's the members of Creed with a different singer. Well, it was all the members of Azalea dying with a different singer. They just went by Woven War. And Woven War so, was something to hear, man. They were great yeah, Woven War was good. They were a good yeah. band. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, heard, I remember hearing these rumors that Azalea dying may be coming back, but it may just be Tim Lambesis with a bunch of other guys. And I was right. like, won't be the same. <laughs> right. All these guys just, they, they work so well together. I, I really don't think it would be the same. But anyway, after uh, consolidation with the old members, the band reunited in for, uh, in form of the old lineup. So oh, on nice. June 7, 2018, the band released a new single. Uh, it was called My Own Grave. My mind was blown by My Own Grave. It was such a good song. And it sounded just like their old stuff. Uh, the final breakdown at the end of it was just so brutal and heavy. And I was excited that they were back. Right. Uh, on April 12th, 2019, As I Lay Down released another single, Redefined. And then on September 20th, 19, uh, 2019, the band released their seventh studio album, Shaped by Fire. So they came back after Tim Lambesis had done all these things. He went to jail. Uh, it was out in the, the uh, out in the open as to what happened. They knew that he was he was willing to set up a hit on his own ex-wife. Like he was willing to to take the life of that woman. Mm. Um, and that was a big deal because it was like, dude, this, it's one thing. If you just, you know, you, you might, you might've said something like that was a little, I don't know, off color. Like, I don't know. And just like kind of controversial or whatever, or maybe you have political views are a little controversial, or you might've said something that was racist and yeah. things like that. And all those things are awful, but we're talking about the guy was willing to kill his wife. That is a, that was just like, Oh my God, what do I do? I love this. man. <laughs> yeah, the guy was yeah. willing to do that. Dude, it was like, dude, just divorce uh, her. Yeah. They're, like they're, just get a just, divorce. Yeah, like, I don't yeah. understand. I don't understand that. I mean, it'll take so, a long time to divorce her, but you don't want to kill her. You know, and if you're, and if you're, and if you say it's, it's too expensive, you were willing to pay twenty thousand dollars. Right, right. Have which your wife is, murdered. I just have, don't, I just don't understand. Which is, I'm sure, anyway. the right amount for for a divorce. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, Jeez. I don't, I don't know personally, uh, and yeah. you know, thank God, like I'm not in that situation, but still, like, yeah. Uh, I, I you know, so it. I was really torn about that it. thing for a long time, um, and I really struggled with the art versus the artist. Um, debate but as you mentioned before 
the rest of the band did not do that. That right. was Tim Lombesis right. on his own. He was the only one who was responsible for that. Right. We cannot hold the rest of the band accountable. And uh, as I said, the band makes the music. Tim just gives the lyrics, just words. That's all it is. It's just words. It's not and, music. And, and still, like his lyrics are great. There's yeah. a lot of really good uh, "As I Lay Dying" lyrics. Oh yeah, yeah. especially for someone who you know, grew up in the, in the metalcore scene and loving that type of music and just being, you know, just being drawn to it. And then for these Christian based lyrics that he had, they were really good and they were, yeah. you know, <clears throat> biblically based and just accurate and everything about them was just right. Everything was done right. And then one day, my God, the guy was trying to get his wife killed. Like, it was just mind blowing and so upsetting. Oh, I was really torn on, uh, over that for yeah. a really long time. Right. But I finally got to the point where I was like the ba- the rest of the band did not have any say in that. That was just him. Um, and you know, some people are still very torn about this whole thing. Some people are like, look guys, you need to let it go. Like he said, he was sorry. He served his time. And yes, absolutely. He did that. But you know, how, how long can we forgive someone? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. right. Yeah. I think what a lot of people were taken back by, uh, was the fact that he went to jail, he got out of jail and this only happened within a few years. The band got back together and put out an album and it was just, I don't know. I remember when they first like premiered the music video for my own grave and like reading the YouTube comments, people were just really divided over that. So, I don't know. I don't know. It's tricky. It's it's a hard it's a hard thing to do. But yeah. you're right. If it's if it's the uh, a band, it's a little bit easier to be like, I like the band's music. I don't like that guy. Right. Um, and that's totally, I mean, yeah. look the the Misfits, one of my favorite bands of all time. Top three favorite bands of all time. Right. Yeah. I love the Michael Graves era of the Misfits. Man, I love, yes, that's my. Favorite. I love it. Yeah, I know right, a lot yeah. of people don't. I yeah. love American Psycho. I love Famous Monsters. I think Michael Graves was a great vocalist, a great front man for that band, um, but, and was able to bring him back. But, 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 but big but, wait a big minute. old but. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Big old caboose. Butt, big, old, right? big old caboose. Yeah, yeah. Big big donk. Listen, the guy is insanely racist <laughs> and he is and he it's very troubling um some of the things that he has said uh in the past few years and especially uh you know he's he's a big trump supporter and i'm not saying that all trump supporters are racist don't get me wrong right. that's all i'm saying right. but the the sect of trump supporters the what are they called the proud boys is that right proud boys, yep. yes, sir. um that's he it. associates himself with that and right. they that is that is not a good thing <clears throat> Um, and I, you know, I'm, I'm just, I was really heartbroken by that because, uh, Michael Graves, oh my God, just, I love that era, but good Lord, (laughs) like he, he was getting himself in a lot of trouble. He was saying a lot of really, uh, incredibly upsetting things on, he's, he's one of these people that just doesn't need social media, um, because you're going to put your foot in your mouth. Yeah. Cause I never... I don't know on social media because I thought about you know interviewing him when we were first started. Yeah, now I'm like I don't I don't know I we no uh, you know I mean yeah no <laughs> yeah, it's so. it's it's troubling man yeah. and you know the um 
there there's there's a lot of bands that I think are getting quote unquote canceled because mm. of their political beliefs. Yeah. I don't think it's right to do that yeah. uh every single time, but in, in that case I was like, yes, we need to get Michael Graves mm. like off of everything. I mean, it's I mean, help situation. I mean, it's Saturday night from Famous Monsters and Dig Up Your Bones oh, from yeah. American Psycho were two of the best songs ever yes. musically written and yeah. Uh, but then again, you have to. This is one time where you have to take the take the artist separate from the music, you know. Right. Because, like I said before, Doyle, um, 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 who's the other guys? Um, Doctor uh, Chud, Doctor Chud, and uh, Jerry that, only. Jerry, yeah, they didn't do anything. They didn't. They no. just. They just make music, and that's all they yeah. they, they, they just care about the music. And uh, and Michael didn't do that, you know. He uh, went his his he turned one eighty. Yeah, yeah. So and you know Michael Michael Graves had a lot of issues with the rest of the band too, and I think he was kind of maybe maybe you just need to be like a douchebag to be the singer of the Misfits. I don't know because like say a lot of the same problems that they had with Danzig, they had with Michael Graves and. Yeah. But, you know, like creative, like rights and like who does what and, you know, who gets credit for this and Mm. all these things. It was just a clash of, you know, Jerry only Jerry only is the leader of that band. That's what I was going to say. Luckily, Jerry took over and and his son plays guitar for the band now. No, Yeah. yeah. Does he? Oh, okay. I I didn't even know that. Yeah, because Doyle went back with with Glenn. So, yeah, there's. Okay, uh, I guess so it's like, yeah, like a two misfits fans, but one's real and yeah. one's not, you know. Yeah, so <laughs> so we we're in a, yeah. we're in a weird era of yeah. the misfits too, because like they have the quote unquote original misfits, where it's like Doyle and Danzig, but you don't uh, have Jerry, so it's not, not, not still totally, doing his own thing. Yeah. It's weird. Oh, it's I don't know, oh. but yeah, I think uh, it, it's it's yeah, it's yeah. difficult. Anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about our next guy here. So. I believe I can fly. I I can believe I can. I'm not a good singer, y'all. So don't. Real quick, before you before you start this one, I just before I, I just I, I included this screenshot, and I don't know if you can see it in your notes here. I can't. Uh, okay, so I I took a screenshot of R. Kelly's uh, Wikipedia page. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> and you know how they have like the short summaries at the you know the very beginning and you know, like a picture or whatever. Yeah. Um, and they kind of talk about you know the person just very briefly or whatever. It's just a quick introduction before you get into the meat and potatoes of the rest of the thing. So for R. Kelly's Wikipedia page, uh, you know it's his name, Robert Sylvester Kelly, uh, born January eighth, nineteen sixty seven, commonly referred to as R. Kelly, uh, is an American recording artist. Federal convict and repeat and repeat sex offender. Oh lord! So they just jumped right into it, like oh. immediately, like yeah, he's a recording artist or whatever. But he's also a predator. Like just threw it in there for the picture. You know, normally it's like a picture of someone on stage, and it's like, uh, you know, so and so playing at Warp Tour in two thousand four oh. or whatever. It's a it's a picture of his mugshot from 2003. Um, and then I just thought that was hilarious because yeah. like it just straight to the point, this guy is just a piece of crap, a huge piece of crap. Let me see if I can pull it up. Hold on just a minute. Yeah. Take a look. It, it's pretty interesting, but this one, this one is definitely well known. Everyone knows about this. I know I have not seen the documentary. I want to have not actually sat down to watch it yet, but the, uh, um, the, what was it called? Surviving R. Kelly documentary. 
Um, it. I heard that it's like very upsetting. Um, I do want to watch it. I might watch it this week. I sh- probably should have watched it before we did this episode. But anyway, um, yeah, another one where it's like a lot of people love his music, but he yeah. is just a terrible person, an yeah. awful, awful person. And I can't pull the picture, but I'm sure you can do it on Wikipedia. Wikipedia, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can even, I can, yeah, it's on Wikipedia. And for those of you who (laughs) I've got it on my phone here, but, uh, oh, I forgot the camera's up here. It's whitewashed. Yeah. Okay. There it is. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) It's his his mugshot instead of a, like, uh, like a performance photo or something. Anyway. Yeah. Continue. So there are a few people who could actually fly, and that's Superman. (laughs) And airplanes. But human beings cannot actually fly. So don't. To go off jumping off buildings, uh, lead that to. I'm sure, a lot of people want him to jump off a building. Well, there's a lot. There's a lot of people like like backyard wrestlers. You know, they jump off a building. Yeah, not a good idea. Not a good. Not yeah. a. Please don't ever. I would not advise it. Don't ever. Oh, cool cup, man. Yeah, college coffee. I like that. Cool, yeah, yeah. Colago coffee. Coligo. Shout out to my buddy Jake. This is his um uh uh coffee shop that he just opened up here in Sumter. All you Sumter folks, Coligo coffee. Go yeah. check it out. Yeah, so, uh, so if you want to fly, get on a helicopter or airplane, you know. So don't <laughs> don't drop all buildings. But no. we're going to talk now about R. Kelly, and we all know what he did. We all know what yeah. he did. Yeah, unfortunately, we do yeah. all know. And it's not good. Not good. Yeah. But but for those of you um were born after like twenty fifteen, probably I get I don't know. Um, I we'll, we'll tell you about it right now. Yeah. So R. Kelly joined, enjoyed commercial success, success over recording his career and sold over 75 million records worldwide. He won three Grammys for the song, I Believe I Can Fly, which was on the something soundtrack, right? The Space Jam. Thank you. Space Jam soundtrack. That, yeah, man. Talk about my childhood. Michael, Jackson, Michael Jordan can fly sometimes, but uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. We, we still don't recommend anybody jumping up buildings. I would not know. Uh, uh, so he, yeah, so he won three Grammys for that song. I believe I can fly. Yeah, and was also nominated for his song "You Are Not Alone," recorded by Michael Jackson. Did you know that? You, I did not. He wrote that song. He wrote it for Michael Jackson. See why? Why? Why didn't I know this earlier? I love that. Yeah. I had no idea. You I love that song. Alone. I had no idea that R. Kelly wrote uh, "You Are Not Alone." That's probably one anyway. of that's probably one of Michael Jackson's best songs. To be honest, it is. It is. It is one of his most well-known <laughs> songs, and, and R. Kelly is the one that wrote. R. Kelly wrote it. Well, 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 we'll see. That was way before all this happened. I yeah, guess. Yeah, before all this crap happened. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah so, uh, but listening to it now, like listening to "You Are Not Alone," I was. I mean, it, I could it, totally it, hear that as a R. Kelly song. I could hear him singing it. So she was, it makes. She wasn't alone. Well, Prince Prince wrote a lot of, wrote a lot of songs that people didn't know were written by him, but other people got famous off of like hell. Chris Stapleton compares to you. Chris Stapleton does the same thing. I yeah, Chris Stapleton, yeah. he's another one. Yeah. A, a lot of these guys are are songwriters in the background, but they're also like famous music artists, and no one, no one even knows it. So, right, right. Um, we yeah, gotta, we we got to do a whole thing on Chris Stapleton. I love him. Yeah. Oh yeah, got to talk about Chris. Stapleton. Um, but uh, oh, speaking of that, speaking of sidebar, did you watch the Super Bowl where he sung, sung the Star Spangled Banner? I heard about it. Oh I did not God. watch it, but I heard it was amazing. That I heard he did best, a really good job. Best rendition. 
besides yeah. Aretha I think Aretha Franklin played it one time, but besides yeah. her, Chris is like, you know, top yeah. notch. So. Absolutely. Um, so critics have dubbed R. Kelly uh, the king of R&B. Wow. He built himself as the Pied Piper of R&B, which is like, I don't know what Pied Piper is. The only, the only Pied Piper I know is the one that led rats, you know, off the cliff. You know, like yeah, old fable tale. But that's it. That's so. it. Sure. So, so that that's what he thinks he is. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. So I don't know what that means still, but anybody who knows, please don't let me. So. What do you um, mean by that? So, <laughs> so inv- investigations by law enforcement and journalists revealed that R. Kelly uh, used his fame to seek out young fans, hmm, including minors, for oh. sexual gratification. Gross. Uh, videos of R. Kelly led the Cook Country State Attorneys to prosecute him for child pornography. Oof. Uh, the resulting 2008 trial, 2008 trial, uh, uh, failed to convict him. The 2019 documentary, the, the documentary television series Surviving R. Kelly re-examined accusations of R. Of R. Kelly's sexual misconduct with minors. Backlash led RCA Records to terminate his contract with Kelly, which rightfully so. Yeah, rightfully so. Absolutely, right. I think that is that is one of those scenarios where it's like absolutely. Yeah, we can't not we can't we have, not let them do it yeah, right. Yeah, so right. So law enforcement in multiple jurisdictions pursued new criminal cases against Kelly, resulting in in his arrest on July 2019 and subsequent imprisonment. A 2021 trial in Brooklyn federal court convicted Kelly for violations of the Man of the Man Act and racketeering. A a 2022 trial uh, in Chicago federal court convicted Kelly uh, for three child pornography charges and three charges for enticing a minor. With a mixture of two judges concurrent. And consecutive sentences, Kelly will serve a total of 31 years in prison. As of February 2023, you know, this month, uh, Kelly is inmate uh, of Metropolitan Correctional Center, Chicago. Uh, he continues to challenge his two convictions. I mean, so why would you? Why would you? Why would you continue to challenge him if if all of this evidence is against you? I here's why. Because I have heard, I I mean, of course, I I have no idea personally by any means. Like, I've never been to jail. I've never been to prison or anything like that. Don't want to (laughs) go. Don't want to. Yeah, Uh, I think I'm good. Um, (laughs) So, but I have have heard, I mean, prison is a very dangerous place to begin with. But once people find out what you're in there for, depending on what it was, you you are at high risk of just just getting killed, right? So, a lot of times when there is like a child abuser of like, especially like a sexual abuse kind of thing, anything that any kind of crime that you are in prison for that involved a child, you are yeah, probably going to die. 90, you are, yeah. Right. I They're going like to come a, find you. I give them like a 95% of uh, being, I mean, unless, I mean, unless they, um, what, what did they put it when they um, put them like away from everybody? 
Solidarity. Solitary yeah. uh, confinement. Yeah. There you go. Unless he does that, you know, and then he'll. I mean, but even still, like. Well, yeah, I mean, people can find a way. And yeah. They'll find a way. Like, it is, it is scary. Um, And I, you know, if he's, if he is supposed to serve 31 years. Now, typically what happens to is no one ever serves the amount of time that they're in prison no, for. Right? No, which is sad. Um, <laughs> you know, you can, you can get out early on good behavior or Unless. Whatever. Whatever. Unless there's no possibility of parole, and then you're right, right, right. lifers, you know. So yeah, and in this and in this case, you know, uh, especially being a high profile celebrity like he was, yeah. Um, I I would I am sure that there's someone in that prison that would be like, I would love to be the one that takes him out. You know what I mean? I'll be famous over that, you know, kind of do right, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, I. Uh, it's 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 no one no one wants to go to prison in the first place <laughs> no no especially <laughs> if you are in prison like i said any type of crime that involved a child especially like sexual abuse you you are going to die like they're going to they're going to kill you like that is that is what they do they seek you out and they will kill you so i don't know we might hear about R. kelly yeah getting uh um uh what do they call it the sh- the uh murdered well no <laughs> when they take the oh. the um they make little the knives what is it called oh shanks shivs shanks yeah. yeah i hear about him getting shanked yeah. uh i don't know but guess what but, but guess what i know what do you know james i know oh, you don't have to sound that excited Oh, <laughs> what? What do, do you know, know? <laughs> James? What, what do you know, James? I know a way how I can lift up um, people's depression with Tell coffee. With coffee, yeah. So yeah. So let's talk about coffee today. Today, let's talk about coffee. You're absolutely right. So we're gonna take a minute. We're gonna tell you guys about our recent recent partnership with the amazing Bones Coffee. Uh, you know, let's face it, man. You're sick and tired of drinking. Stupid, boring, plain Jane coffee, and you're you're over it, man. Well, fret not, because Bones Coffee is here to kick your taste buds into high gear. Bones Coffee has a wide variety of flavors to choose from, including, but not limited to, maple bacon, peaches and scream, uh, Highland grog, and uh, James's personal favorite, chocolate raspberry. I am a holy cannoli guy myself. Uh, but James has also been on a Mint Invaders kick, so needless to say, there's a lot of choices, right? There's plenty of things that we can choose from on their website as far as coffee goes. Excuse me. So once you become hooked on the coffee, you'll be excited to learn that they also they also have plenty of merch options that you can choose from. Uh, there's t-shirts, they have mugs, they have tote bags, whatever. Tons of cool merch that they have. Um, you can buy their coffee in whole bean, you can get it ground, or you can even get the single serve options. Um, but listen, we wouldn't lie to you. This coffee is amazing and we know that you guys are going to love it too. That is why we've partnered up with them. And now our listeners have an exclusive discount code. Uh, just make sure that you use the code, all caps, one word music speaks at checkout for 10% off your order. Um, go to bonescoffee.com to kickstart your new coffee addiction. Don't forget, use the code music speaks for 10% off your order. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, Mint Invaders, if you like ice cream, I mean, 
Mint Vegas is it for you, dude? You know, I had I had a little bit of mint chocolate chip ice cream last night, and I was thinking about like what, like I don't have the bag of Mint Invaders yet. Yeah, but I was like, what if I had a combination of the actual mint chocolate chip ice cream with the coffee that also tastes like mint chocolate chip ice cream? That's it. Gosh. That's it. Mint Invaders is for everybody, even you, anyway. even you. So go ahead and order you. Yeah, because I forgot you. You order. The, the ground coffee beans and I, I do and I order yes. the cups. You know? Yes, I I prefer like I do like whole bean because I have a bean grinder. Yeah, it's a little bit more of a, a process, but some people f- prefer to do that. Yeah, um, I'm usually just pressed for time, so I would rather just have it ground already. Yeah, scoop it and, because you know. have that presser too that we, you just press the coffee down and, and it comes out or like how does right. that okay. We got we've because, got like a few different options for okay. our coffee selection, um, and uh, we try to get real experimental. We've got like the the slow drip, we've got the French press, we've got you know different different things like that, and I got some whole bean stuff. I got a bean grinder, but it's a little bit more of a process. Takes a little bit longer. Um, yeah. So yes, personally, I like the the ground option. So I think I I, I think our friend Jeff Winston, you know, we've had him in show. Yes. I think he I think he does the. Uh, French press. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jeff, because I know you will correct us. Oh, I'm sure but, uh, he will. Yeah, because he tried to cancel yeah. us for not agreeing with him one time, and I'm like, yep, yep, you tried, and you failed. So, so here's to you, Jeff. We love you, buddy. Yeah, bud. <laughs> All right, so. All right, uh, so let's talk I, about, we, we got to talk yeah, about probably yeah. the most debated <clears throat> art versus artist Ever. Uh, situation. Ever, yeah. yeah. All right, so let's talk about Michael Jackson. So from the late 19... We had we did a whole episode on Michael Jackson, by the way. Please go check it out. Uh, it was a lot of fun to do. Um, but we kind of touched on this on that episode, too. So And if, and I think it was a two-parter, right? It was one of our, yes, uh, yeah. I think it, I think it was a two-parter. Yep, that's right. Um, so from the late uh, 1980s, uh, Jackson became a figure of controversy and spec- excuse me, speculation due to his changing appearance, his relationships, his behavior, and his lifestyle. In 1993, he was accused of sexually abusing the child of a family friend. The lawsuit was settled out of court, uh, and Jackson was not indicted due to lack of evidence. In 2005, he was tried and acquitted for further child sexual abuse uh, allegations and several other charges. The FBI found no evidence of criminal conduct by Jackson in either case. Um, But beginning in May of 2002, a documentary film crew led by Martin Borcher, uh, Bashers, Bashier, excuse me, uh, followed Jackson for several months. The documentary, broadcast in February of 2003 as Living with Michael Jackson, showed Jackson holding hands and discussing sleeping arrangements with a 12-year-old boy. He said that he saw nothing wrong with having sleepovers with minors and sharing his bed and bedroom with various people, which aroused some controversy. Uh, he insisted that the sleepovers were not sexual and that his words had been misunderstood. On December 18th, 2003, Santa Barbara authorities charged Jackson with seven counts of child molestation uh, and two counts of intoxicating a minor with alcoholic drinks. Um, Jackson denied the allegations and pleaded, and, excuse, pleaded not guilty. Uh, the People versus Michael Jackson um, trial began on January 31st, 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 2005 in Santa Maria, California, and lasted until the end of May. Uh, on June 13th, uh, 2005, Jackson was acquitted on all counts. Um, FBI files on Jackson released in 2009 revealed that the FBI, excuse the FBI's role in, in the, excuse me, 2005 trial and the 1993 allegations 
and showed that the FBI found no evidence of criminal conduct on Jackson's behalf. Uh, Leaving Neverland, a 2019 documentary film directed and produced by the British filmmaker Dan Reed, uh, focuses on two men, Wade Robinson and James Safechuck, uh, who alleged that they were sexually abused as children by the American singer Michael Jackson. Leaving Neverland triggered a media backlash against Jackson and a reassessment of his legacy. However, it, bo- it boosted sales of his music. Some dismissed the film as one-sided and questioned its veracity. Uh, the the state, the, excuse me, the Jackson estate condemned it as a quote-unquote tabloid character assassination, uh, while Jackson's fans uh, organized protests. Michael Jackson chased the truth. A documentary challenging the allegations was released in August on Amazon uh, Prime Video. Um, another rebuttal, Neverland firsthand uh, investigating the Michael Jackson documentary, uh, presented interviews with individuals described as having been uh, omitted from the HBO film. Reed is developing a follow-up documentary with Robson and Safechuck returning. So this, yes, this is the most divided excuse me, debate when it comes to do we continue to honor the legacy of the, hands down, the most iconic pop singer of all time who was, may who may or may not have been a child abuser um, and a sexual predator. What do we do, right? Timeless music, everyone loves Michael Jackson. Everyone does. It is hard to find someone who doesn't like at least one Michael Jackson song. Um, and they're, t- and they are timeless. There's a, they, they are so well-made. They were so well-written that you can listen to them to this day and you just don't get tired of them. Right. But I, when we did our episode on Michael Jackson, we talked about leaving Neverland for a little bit. And I, you asked me, had I watched it? And I said, no, I don't want to. Because I I am doing a good job of separating the artist from the art. Right. Um, and these types of accusations are very serious. Yes, they, should, they, are. they should be taken very seriously. Right. Uh, and I, I love Michael Jackson's music. Um, my dad loved Michael Jackson's music. He loved the Jackson 5. He liked the solo stuff. So I have this special connection to that. Right. Um, and it is... It is really hard to to hear these types of things and be so torn about that. Well, but I did start watching uh, Leaving Neverland. Out of fairness, I was like, you know what? I need to watch it. I'm not being fair, especially if I'm going to go on a podcast and talk about it. Right. So I did. Yeah, I started yeah. watching it. I have not finished it. Okay. But I can tell you this. It is very one-sided. There, it is. It is all against him. Right. Can I say something before you yeah. finish up? You thought, okay. So I know, I know for a fact that if you are in Hollywood or in the music industry or anywhere that that people exchange money for your services, like music, you know, right? Um, you will get set up one time or another by bigger industries that you can't afford to be set up by, you know. And since he said that it's one-sided, set up, he was set up, in my opinion, maybe, 
I don't know the whole story, you know, because it's between him and whoever, um, you know, the children. You know, we won't know the whole story because, unfortunately, he he passed away in like passed away. like right. like, like twenty fifteen or something twenty. Uh, two thousand nine. Two thousand. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't realize he's been gone that long. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we won't know the full story. All we have is their word against his, and he's not here to to back it up. So yeah. Right. Yeah. So. <sighs> Like I was saying, it's it is very one sided. Yeah. Um, I do. I want to watch the other documentary. Um, to what to see to see the other side. What like to watch it and and be like, okay, like I, of course, like I want to defend Michael Jackson because I love his music. Right. Everybody does. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it but it is it is hard to to listen to those two guys talk about their the time that they spent. Um, with with Michael Jackson and some of the things that they said that they did, right? Uh, it it, it is very disturbing to hear. Um, it and is, it is. It's hard to watch because yeah. you're you're just you're uncomfortable. You're like, oh my god! Like, if that really happened, that is that is so awful. Um, but then again, it's like it's all one sided, so everything's against him, and there's nobody. There's, yeah, and, and 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 I haven't watched a thing yet, but uh. There's a big red flag when nobody speaks out for Michael, you know. I mean, everybody oh, is yeah. all, it's against him, and that's not. I mean, that's that, that's the yeah. that's the that's the that's the way that the media um so, portrays and, people sometimes, you know. You know, Latoya, his sister, um, whenever like back in like the early two thousands, she spoke out against him oh, and okay. called him a, a predator. Okay. okay. She she later changed that and said that she was pressured by her husband to do that. See. Um, yeah. and, and changed and changed her tune later on. And she was actually very supportive of Michael Jackson, but see, so you never know, um, you know, I mean, it's all, you never knew, man. And I, you know, I, I want to fit out of all fairness. I want to finish finding Neverland. Yeah. Uh, right. It's a two part thing. Both of them are like two and a half hours long. So it's taken me some time. I'm in the second part now, but yeah. I want to finish it. And then I want to watch the other documentary right. and I want to hear what the case would be in favor of Michael Jackson on the other side of it. Mm. Um, because I have heard a lot about these two guys um, that have constantly tried to say that Michael Jackson did this to them and and whatever, um, and I don't I don't know if they're telling the truth. I, I don't know. I was I was not there, thank God. But you know, like <laughs> right. I yeah. I just I I don't know yeah. um, if if they are telling the truth. It's horrible. It is it is an awful truth. Yeah. Um, and if they're lying, those are horrible things to lie about to say to, about someone. So the whole situation sucks. The world is torn well, on see, it. The, they have been for a long time. But then again, Michael is on what, like one of the biggest, the, the biggest person with, with, uh, with a lot of money in, 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 in his account. Yeah. Right. So, and, and, and also I mean, like so, to, to, to be in, uh, um, Wade Robinson or Robson and uh safe Chuck's corner. <clears throat> like even, even if Michael Jackson was telling the truth about nothing sexual ever happened. No. What did happen? What we know for a fact happened was he did used to have sleepovers. Right. With these kids who are like 12, 13 years old. That's all we know. That's, and that's, that's what we know. And that's not okay. No, no, uh, no, no. Well, yeah, not not by any means. Yeah. That is definitely not okay. Right. And the fact that both of the mothers of those two kids let that happen, shame on them. 
like that 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 what are you thinking and what are you doing man you know who cares who it is it doesn't matter that it's michael jackson that is so inappropriate and yeah. icky you know like and and now, no one and no one and no one ever talked about about that you know no and, I, and i know like a lot of people a lot of people's go-to defense with how michael jackson was when it came to his relationship with children what everybody always talks about is how his childhood his childhood was robbed of him because he became so famous at such a young age yeah, yeah. Um, with an abusive father being thrown into the spotlight like that i mean michael jackson has been a superstar before he was 10 years old. Right. You know, so he, he did spend a majority of his life in the spotlight, did not have a childhood. So some people, you know, equated like Michael Jackson was friends with a lot of children because he did not have a childhood. Um, and he had a soft spot for children and he always wanted to like play with children and he wanted to have children come to his house. He, he made his house kind of like Disneyland. Like he made it fun. He had games and rides and things like that. Um, but then you hear these two guys talk about some of the sexual things that went on and it is very, very upsetting. Right. Um, because that may have happened. I don't know for sure. Yeah, no one knows for sure because all we've got to really go on is those two guys saying that happened. Right. But still, so it is a it is a huge tear <laughs> and and such a divisive conversation that people or divided conversation that people have yeah. um, about whether or not we should continue to listen to Michael Jackson's music. There's a, there are a lot of radio stations that said that they will never play any a Michael Jackson song ever again. And the, you know what? More power to him. More power, more power to you. Yeah. If that's what you want to do, that's that's up to you. Um, but they have not removed his music from Spotify. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah. I will say this, um, before we move on, um, I, I, I am aware that children can be easily manipulated and reprogram yeah. their minds, but that right. does not excuse the fact that he accepted them to come over his house and sleep. You know, yeah. that's one thing you should never do, especially if you're like a, like a forty-year-old guy inviting fifteen-year-olds. Hell, not okay. No, I mean that's not okay for anybody. I don't care if you're nineteen or twenty. I, I, you know, I mean, nineteen and twenty, you can, you know what, you know what you're doing by that by, by that age, but that's still not, you know. I mean, I don't know. And you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that Michael Jackson wasn't a weird dude because he was. Yeah, he was yeah. a strange guy. But you know what? He made great music. And that is that is what I try to hold on to is the music is incredible. Thriller is a great album. Um, Smooth Criminal is one of my favorite Michael Jackson songs. One of my favorite songs of all time. Um, and like I said before, there's a lot of like connection to Michael Jackson's music that I have through my dad. Uh, yeah. Man in the Mirror was my dad's favorite Michael Jackson song, and yeah. so anytime I hear it, yeah. I think about my dad, and I I make that connection, and right. that's that means a lot to me. So it, yeah, it is hard for me to be like, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't want to support this this guy who is no longer with us, but still, like, how can I continue to listen to his music knowing what he did, and yeah. uh, or maybe he, maybe he didn't do? I don't know. Nobody really knows. So um, I, another one of these examples to, of um. 
and it's weird that it all, like a lot of times it comes back to like child predator type things, but mm. Gary glitter, um, yes. we still to this day continue to play. Hey, at every sporting event that's ever happened. Right. Right. But the guy was a sexual predator and we, but we still play that. So, you know, and, but if we, if we really dissected all these creepy music artists and things that they did, um, that we know for a fact happened, we, we, there is, there is evidence that this actually happened. People like Chuck Berry, um, or, uh, you know, the, the the drummer from Pierce the Veil, or the singer of Brand New, or the bassist from A Day to Remember, and the list goes on. There's a lot of these guys that more and more are starting to get accused of things. Some of them have been found out, and there is evidence that it actually happened, and they served their time in prison or whatever whatever happens. And sometimes it's just an accusation, right? And yeah. sometimes we're so quick to just be like. Oh, cancel them. Be done with it before yeah. we know what happened. And yeah. I don't think that's fair either. It's like the Johnny Depp uh, thing where Man. they dropped him like a bad habit over some accusations that ended up not being true. Just Amber Heard trying to get one over on him. But yet we kept Ezra Miller in the same movie that Johnny Depp was in. That was okay. Ezra Miller kidnapped somebody uh, <laughs> and abused people. And, uh, you know, had all kind of disorderly conduct charges against uh, against them. And uh, I mean, the list goes on. Ezra Miller is not a great person, um, but yet we're all hyped for the Flash movie. Uh, you you know, got, like that, I, that's I, still I, happening. I, will, I am not. I am not excited. To yeah. the Flash. The only, uh, okay, so the only thing that I would want to see during the movie is Batman. Michael Keaton coming back. That's, Michael Keaton, baby. That's, a great, that's, Batman. That's, that's the greatest Batman ever, ever. <laughs> Batman. Fight I'm me about bad. it. Fight me about that. Y'all, y'all will. I don't, don't want to fight you. Good, because I don't want to fight you either. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to fight you. Leave me alone. <laughs> so there's a debate on which Batman is better, and I think that Michael Keaton is the best ever because. Yeah, he's good. Come on, Keaton, man. You know, Michael Keaton's Batman was amazing. Right, it was right, really yeah. was. I love Tim Burton's Batman movies, but you know there was going to be a Batman three, but they didn't do that for some reason i don't know why um i forgot what the reason was yeah there think, was i actually I saw that, something about that the other day where it was like that, a newspaper article that talked yeah. about uh batman being recast michael keaton wasn't coming back val kilmer was the new batman and all that stuff so it was like an old article from like the 90s before batman returns or um batman forever yeah because uh batman one and two were directed by tim burton and that's it right tim burton, tim burton yep. is like a genius you know yeah. so. Joel, kind uh, of a Schumacher. weird dude, but no, I mean, no. we're all yeah. weird. We're all weird in the side. We're all weird. But we're all the great weird. debate is this. Okay? Yeah. So art is like food. Uh, of course, you know. I mean, it's all you know, give and take. Right. Uh, but you can choose to, to eat beef, uh, but you should be aware of what that means. Um, you can still choose to support artists who whose views you may not agree with. But you should understand what, who and what you're supporting with. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem may not be present in the art, uh, but it comes from the person inside. Uh, media consumption, like anything else, should be mindful and intentional. Uh, we need to look at the people who are ahead of the table and the people who not yet have a seat and consider how much consumption 
impacts that, which is fair, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That, that is a, that is a really good way of looking at that. Yeah. Um, you know, like it's not, you know, we, uh, some people choose not to eat meat and it's a moral right. thing. And, and it, you know, they, they, and, and that is okay. We've accepted that. Yeah. Um, and they accept the fact that we choose to eat meat, right? So, I mean, I'm not a vegetarian. Right. I, I I do enjoy eating beef. Carnival, I love right? I love all that, right? So, um, but my sister, my oldest sister, uh, is a vegetarian, um, and I respect that. Like it, it, yeah. it is, it yeah. is okay. Like that is her decision. Um, but I, I know, I know what goes into the process of making meat, um, and I know it's horrible. Right. I still enjoy but- it though. So that is a good way of, of looking at do do we support the artist? Do we support the music? Um, which one are we really consuming? Who are we really on? What uh, really enjoying and supporting? Um, just be aware. Check yourself. Do you feel comfortable doing it? If you don't, then don't do it. By all means, choose not to. Um, don't knock someone else because they decide to keep listening to Azalea Dying or R. Kelly or uh or michael jackson or whoever like that is that is their decision you can only make your own decisions uh in in that case so check yourself check your heart and whatever your your conviction is go with your gut and also one more thing how is me listening to michael jackson affecting your life i never understood that yeah i never don't worry about me worry about yourself i never understood how something if you believe in trump or biden how is that affecting your life that right. I believe in something that you don't believe in? It's just, I don't, I, I never understood that fact that and I probably never will, you know, because there's not, there's no one can give me a solid straight answer, you know? So, so I don't know. I, I will, I will always stand by the fact, and this is how I was raised. Like, unless it's affecting someone in a harmful way, then I would understand. Yeah. But I mean, don't, don't get involved. Yeah. Let that, that person, whatever, whoever they choose to love, whatever they decide to wear, anything, anything that they listen to. But if you're just listening to something, how is that affecting you? If you are, if, if you are doing something that is hurting someone else, that is when you get involved. Right. Until then, mind your business. Knock it off. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. Cool. All right, there's your mental health minute. Yes. Uh, for for that episode. Right on. Yeah. Right on. So, because we can get really hung up on that, yes, honestly. Like, yes. we can talk, the, we talk about uh, the media hours. consumption, the news, the, whatever. Like, all this crap is getting fed into our heads, and uh, they want us to be pissed off. They want us to be irritated. They want us to fight. They want us to rebel. But at the end of the day, mind your business. It's all, it's all we can do. Mind your business, right? Yeah, sorry. Just mind your business. <laughs> that's, that's what Fresh I thought. Yeah, yeah, Fresh yeah. Yep. yeah. Just, mind. Just, mind Just mind your business. business. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, Will Smith's not, not a good dude anyway, so I don't, I, you know. Uh, that's See, another, there's another that, one. That's a lot of people guy. were like, he, he slapped the crap out of Chris Rock, and a lot of people were like, I'll never watch Fresh Prince again. I was like, yeah. we not? grew up on the Fresh Prince. Yeah. What do you mean? We got, I mean. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it was right. By the way, I think it was fake. Anyway, I think the whole slap thing was a, a just a attention grab. Of by course, the, it is. you know why? To to uh, still. It, it was a distraction for something else. 
you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Some kind of some kind of distraction. Hey, look over here. Watch. Oh, <laughs> Will Smith slapped Chris Rock on stage. What that don't be? pay attention to what's happening over here. Uh, Aliens. Just kidding. I don't know. That could have been what it is. Now we have well, big balloons that keep showing up in the sky. I think and, um, right. Yeah. But I. But I think it's like I think to let like, let us know that aliens exist. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, that's my thoughts on that. Know. Anyway. That's a whole other. Well, I have I have like a deeper thought, but we won't get into that oh, right now. Okay, so, much darker, deeper thought, but uh, <laughs> but everybody, cheer up, y'all, and go and drink some more coffee. Um, go to BetterHelp.com and use our code Music Speaks for ten percent off there. Get help Absolutely. anywhere you can. Um, thank you for listening to the show today. Be sure to share this with your friends and family, and be and Blake, you be sure to share this with Lucy and Hank. Because they need to know. Well, as soon as we're done recording, or when this episode drops, I'll play it for them. There you go. There you go. Uh, I yeah, I I, I can see both all sleeping, so you know they're they're. Because they had, they've only heard one side of our, our of our conversation. Yes. So they they really want to know what you had to say about. Ah, this. see, media works. I guess sometimes right. it does, sometimes it doesn't. So please leave rate a, a rating and review wherever you can, such as Apple Podcast. Uh, it helps us out tremendously, and we will read you review right here on the show if you want us to. Yes, and the best way to stay up to date with us is by following us on our social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Just search for When Words Fail, Music Speaks Podcast. Would you like to be interviewed on the show or be a part of our Cover Wars episodes? Reach out to us at james at whenwordsfailmusicspeaks.com or... Blake at WinWordsFailMusicSpeaks.com. Or you can message us on any of the social media platforms we discussed before. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, just go to YouTube.com slash WinWordsFailMusicSpeaks. Uh, Make sure to uh, hit the uh, subscribe button. Turn on the notifications bell um, so that you can be notified whenever new videos drop. Um, we do music video reactions, interviews, vinyl showcases, and so much more. It's youtube.com slash speaks. For all of these links, or to find out more about us, or to buy some of our merchandise, like t- t-shirts, cups, coffee, no, not coffee yet. We are, not yet. We're, maybe, we're one to, maybe one day, but not right now. Uh, yeah. Visit our website, whenwordsfailmusicspeaks.com, and check out our blog, um, tab up top where it says blog, click it, and, and uh, you can find our our awesome writers who are writing music uh, articles for us there. Yes, and thank you to them for doing that. Um, yes. Our logo is created by 1UP Graphics, and our theme song is created by Doc Brass. You can follow both of them on Instagram as Twitter and Twitter at 1UP uh, Graphics and at Doc, D-O-K, Brass. Um, if you don't mind, check out my other my other podcast. Excuse me, It's called uh, South Carolina Spook Show. Uh, it's all about true crime and paranormal stories from the state of South Carolina. It's available wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, I just did an episode on uh, Susan Smith, uh, the lady that um, drove her children into a car with them still uh, uh, attached in inside and uh, all for a man. So very tragic story happened back in the 90s uh, and uh, really, really depressing. But you know what? New episode. Go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. yeah, we, yeah, we don't really mean anyway. to depress you all, but... But both uh, coffee, both coffee is something you can you know get out of funk with. So. There you go. So uh, we yeah. do not own any of the music used in this episode, and no copyright infringement is intended. James, you got anything else? No, sir. But always remember when words fail, music speaks. Music speaks.
Happy birthday.